when it comes to reading tarot cards, a lot of different people have some very strong opinions. Some people feel afraid of them because they believe there is something evil or dangerous hidden in the messages of those cards. Others don't necessarily feel afraid of the cards themselves, but they do feel like there's a very proper way to read and decipher the meanings of the cards, which turns them off. Most people still fall somewhere in between, wanting to utilize these beautiful divination tools, but are afraid to use them or intimidated to use them. The tarot has a long and mysterious history. There's a lot of heavy energy around them in the collective consciousness, and I want to help dispel some of that heaviness so more modern mystics like you can realize the potential of the tarot and card reading can have in your life and your spiritual practices. Out of all the divination styles and tools out there, tarot is by far my personal favorite. But I will be honest, I used to dread pulling cards. I just did because I kind of felt drawn to them, but I wasn't really sure how to actually tap into their magic. I almost felt obligated to use them, but I hadn't really yet realized how to use them properly. I tried memorizing all their meanings as best I could, but memorizing never truly works when trying to learn a new skill, at least not for me. So that just wasn't working. Then I just tried putting the cards away for a while and relied on others to pull cards for me, which isn't the most empowering thing in the world. That really was a good time for me, as it turns out, because I was able to explore other styles of decks and reading, and it kind of reignited my love of tarot, and it helped me realize that I certainly didn't have to follow any set of rules at all when pulling cards to be an effective reader, and that was truly liberating. After many years of reading and practicing and exploring multiple decks, I've learned the skill of intuitive tarot reading. I've connected with my soulmate tarot deck, and I now have a powerful spiritual tool in my sacred space that is trustworthy, accurate, magical, and just plain beautiful. I want everyone to have such a positive experience with the tarot cards and oracle cards too, because it's an approachable way to communicate with spirit and to receive clear guidance on your manifesting journey. You heard me right. Reading tarot cards doesn't have to be vague or confusing or unclear. Not at all. In this podcast episode, you'll learn about an intuitive and gentle approach to reading tarot cards that actually aligns with your highest good, brings your manifestation closer to you, and supports your spiritual awakening, and is just plain fun and enjoyable and not feeling heavy or confusing or any of that. Only good vibes. Stay tuned. You're about to shatter the f*** out of your manifesting ceiling because you're tuning in to the Spiritually Inspired Podcast, your number one resource for grounded spirituality and working with the law of attraction the right way. I'm Sarah Ray. I'm your manifesting coach, and this is the podcast where I teach mystics like you how to manifest on purpose and hopefully get you to laugh at least once per episode. New episodes filled with manifesting, mindfulness, and magic come out each Friday. Give us a five-star rating wherever you happen to be listening so we can reach more modern mystics with spiritual awesomeness. Yes! And now, a quick word from this week's sponsor. Reading tarot cards accurately is less about fortune-telling and more about reading the stories. I am not a fortune teller, but I am a tarot reader. I read tarot intuitively through reading the pictures, symbols, energies of the cards. I put the different pieces together to decode the story being told in the spread. 
What I don't do as a tarot reader is memorize the quote right meanings of all the cards in that deck. That's just not practical. There are 78 freaking cards in that deck. No way. It's much easier and faster and more accurate to use your own intuitive interpretation of the cards. And I'm going to teach you how to do exactly that in a brand new live interactive workshop called Intuitive Tarot Reading for Manifesting. This 90 minute workshop is being hosted virtually on August 20th, 2023 with a live Q&A afterwards. Early bird discounts are available, so act fast. Go to spirituallyinspired.co slash workshop to get all the details and your ticket. Along with learning about all the magical tarot things and how you can use this spiritual tool on your manifesting journey, you'll also get real life practice pulling cards for yourself, deciphering messages, and even pulling cards for others. Tickets are available now at spirituallyinspired.co slash workshop. Use the links in the show notes to save your seat now or just go straight to spirituallyinspired.co slash workshop. I'll see you and your deck on the 20th. Way back in episode 23 of this podcast or thereabouts, I did an episode about reading tarot cards for beginners, but honestly, a lot has changed in my reading style since then, and those of you who have listened that far back or have been with me for that long, not only are you wonderful, but you might hear some contradictory statements from that episode to this one, you know, over 120 some odd episodes later. (laughs) My relationship with the tarot completely changed when I found my soulmate deck, and when I had that episode last time, I hadn't found it yet, which I'm going to talk a little bit more about that in the next episode if you want to learn more about soulmate decks. I've learned a lot more about reading for other people and all different kinds of people over the years, and I finally feel like I get tarot now, a lot more than back then. And let me tell you, a lot of what I used to believe about the tarot doesn't really apply to the way I like to read cards because I've just totally changed my approach overall. And not that any of that was wrong or if you found that it was helpful that I'm telling you you have to do something different now. I'm just saying that I don't read that way anymore and I kind of want to show you how I read now because I think you might enjoy it. The tarot is a beautiful divination tool that can really deepen our personal connections with spirit, bring God closer to us and validate our emotions and our experiences and give us guidance whenever we ask for it. And all of this is very empowering when we bring spirit closer to ourselves, when we don't need a middle person to facilitate spirit messages, we get the downloads a lot faster. And all of this goes for oracle cards too, by the way. They are different things, tarot and oracle cards, but just know for the purposes of this podcast today, tarot is my common word referring to all divination cards, all right? All right. Whatever type of cards you're using, I want you to start reading these cards more intuitively and less reliant on the guidebooks that come with them. I don't want you to feel clueless when you flip over the cards that you've pulled for yourself. I don't want you to feel overwhelmed when you want to pull cards, but it's like a whole chore trying to figure out what it means to you. And I also don't want you to have to waste any time trying to memorize anything in order to get the right messages. So that's my number one lesson for changing the way that we're reading tarot cards is to just stop memorizing things. Stop memorizing. If you're just a beginner tarot reader, it is very tempting to try and memorize the meanings of each individual card. And I don't think there's anything wrong with, you know, reading about the cards and figuring out what the general meanings of each one is, but I just don't want you to feel like you have to commit them to memory. And I will tell you why. 
when you read the tarot, you are reading the stories and the symbols of all the cards together. And there is not a right or a wrong answer. You are interpreting art. This is your interpretation of what you're seeing in front of you. And like in art and literature, there is no wrong answer. And people cannot tell you that you're wrong because it's about reading your own energy and your own symbolism. Beauty is always in the eye of the beholder. Everyone's worldview is different and influenced by different things, and you have different associations than everyone else, than I do, than somebody next to you. And one thing might be symbolic to me, but to not you, and vice versa. So when we read tarot cards, we are interpreting that imagery through our spiritual lexicon that has been formed over all of our experiences, that also incorporates our energetic blueprint, that also incorporates our natal chart, and basically everything that has to do with our life here on Earth. This all boils down to a certain point of symbolism, and it, we've come to a decision about what certain things mean, and this is what helps us interpret the tarot cards. And that's what helps us decide the message that's being delivered when we pull from our own personal spiritual lexicon. And if there's more than one card in a spread, then we're considering the way the symbolism of each cards interact with each other to get an even deeper message. And further still, we're going to be interpreting these messages differently than the people around us. And what's amazing is that a lot of these symbols are indeed universal. I'm not saying that we don't all think the same thing when we see a similar symbol because they all exist in the collective consciousness. Many of us do, in fact, interpret the same symbols in the same way, not because we're a bunch of copycats, <laughs> but just because that meaning does exist in the collective consciousness with the capital C. So we have the intuitive meanings and associations for those things. And many of the tarot cards do have commonly accepted meanings and interpretations, but we all have our own take on the concepts. And we certainly have our own take on how the cards play together, which is why reading intuitively usually makes for a more introspective experience. And by the way, that kind of happens with everything, not just tarot card meanings. Whatever is in the collective consciousness, capital C's, influences our world and everyone else's world. But that is a topic for another podcast episode, I think. And not to mention the just sheer diversity of decks available to us now, creating new symbolism and intuitive meanings to each of the readers who use them. And it's not like how it used to be 200 some years ago where there was one tarot deck. Now there's countless tarot decks and the artist intent changes the energy of the deck. So and all of our energy is going to interact with all that energy differently. So the best way to move forward with reading tarot is to listen to your own guts. And this is part of why I think it's very important to find your soulmate tarot deck. There's so many different options, but we need to find one that makes us feel like reading them is easy and exciting. Like, I don't want you to have to struggle with trying to figure out what this card means. Otherwise, we're just kind of sort of regurgitating what we've read or heard somewhere else by someone else's interpretation of the cards, or we're relying too heavily on the guidebook that comes with the cards if we're not able to easily interpret the art on the cards themselves. And there's really nothing inherently wrong with referring to the guidebook. I knew, know I do every single time I pull cards. What we're trying to avoid is making that be the end-all be-all answer to the cards. If what you got from a card doesn't reflect in the guidebook, that's okay. Always take what resonates and just leave behind what doesn't. The more you read and explore the vast array of tarot cards available to you, the easier it will be to move beyond that starting point of needing to look up the meaning every single time you pull a card, and you'll be able to infuse your own personality into your readings, and they become much easier and more personal and just more 
in touch with spirit, with your own spirit guides. Now, does this mean I think you should go and buy a bunch of tarot decks and just dabble with each of them and then just have a tarot graveyard in your house? Not necessarily, <laughs> but I do encourage you to shop around, to maybe get a bunch of readings from other people similar to what I did to see what decks they use. If you're curious, my soulmate tarot deck is the Everyday Witch Tarot by Deborah Blake. It is absolutely wonderful. I love that one. So just look around, see what is interesting to you. Notice what you like about certain decks and what you don't, and just find one that aligns with you as best as you can. And another thing I'll say since we're talking about reading cards is that you do not have to ever read for other people if you don't ever want to. Whether you do or not, it's so much more rewarding to use cards as they were meant to be, which is a divination tool that uses stories to share divine messages. And divination is just a fancy word for saying talking to spirit. Tarot cards are a tool we use to talk to spirit and spirit delivers its messages through the stories on the cards. And Overall, this is a very personal thing. Delivering spirit messages, getting those downloads, sharing messages, you know, implement, implementing them in your life. This is the spiritual journey. This is the work of a modern mystic. And if you don't want to share that with other people, you're not obligated to. But you can always tap into the magic of the tarot cards to get guidance that is specific for you from your specific team of spirit guides that are always there to support you. Let's talk about talking with spirit. What I love the most about reading tarot cards as a form of communication with spirit is that you can literally never say that you didn't get an answer. <laughs> Sometimes it feels like our prayers aren't getting answered or that we ask for signs from the universe and we don't see them. Sometimes it feels like we're just getting dead air on the other side of this radio signal that we're trying to send out to the other side of the veil that separates our world from the spirit realm. But when you pull a tarot card, there will be a picture on the other side of it. And you cannot pull any card by accident. Why? Because everything is energy. And because of the law of attraction, it's impossible to not be drawn to the energy that matches yours. This is why it's impossible to pull incorrect cards when you can't really make mistakes in the tarot, at least in my opinion, because of the law of attraction. You're always going to be drawn to pull the card that matches your energy and the energy of your intention or your question. That's what it means to read tarot intuitively, to pull the cards that you feel intuitively drawn to, then interpreting that symbolism through your own spiritual lens. And if you do decide to read intuitively for other people, you're just tapping into their energy instead and pulling cards that draw that energy. So I have a few tips for reading tarot intuitively for manifesting for you. As you all know, I always have to bring it back to manifesting because I am your manifesting coach. And on the Spiritually Inspired podcast, we learn how to manifest on purpose. That is one of the main reasons why you'd probably want to use the divination tool of tarot cards in the first place anyway, is to receive journey about is to receive guidance all about your journey through manifesting and reassurance and answers and connection and whatever else you seek to cultivate when you manifest your dream life. So three basic tips I have for you when you are getting started in reading tarot more intuitively, whether you've pulled cards in the past or you've never even touched a tarot deck on your own, I think these are three really good tips. So for novices and for experts alike, start practicing these as soon as you feel like you have a deck that you can absolutely connect with and love with effortlessly. Okay, 
number one tip is pull fewer cards. There have only been a few times in my life, especially in my spiritual professional life, where I've pulled 10 or more cards for a reading for myself, like maybe twice total in the decade that I've been reading tarot. If I pull seven cards for myself or even for a client, that's a big reading. And that does not happen often. And if anything, I prefer that not to happen. If you're just starting out pulling cards for yourself, I suggest capping yourself at two cards per day, not two cards per question, two cards per day. (laughs) Maybe even one would probably be better, especially if you buy yourself a traditional tarot deck that has a lot of symbolism in there. Maybe just stick with one to start off with. The more cards you add, the more complicated that story becomes that's being told. And honestly, most of the time, the more cards you do add, the more diluted the core message becomes. It's just not always necessary to keep pulling cards. I would rather hear about you pulling cards more frequently than bigger readings in one sitting. I am a really big fan of simple, profound readings. It's much easier to tap into your own intuition when reading fewer cards because your thinking mind is isn't trying to overprocess the information. There isn't too much symbolism to try and piece together. And the last thing we need to do when we're mindfully manifesting is overprocess. So just keep it simple. For paying clients, in case anyone is wondering, I aim for three heartfelt cards. I tend to limit readings to four or five cards absolutely max. And that's really the sweet spot for me. I've discovered over doing, you know, countless readings for people. Readings always feel complete and well-rounded with the between like three and five cards. And for myself, I almost always pull two cards regardless of the situation I'm asking about. I may pull a third or a third might jump out of the deck inadvertently, but anything more than that, and it just gets unnecessarily complicated. And when I do my free weekly circles on Monday mornings and we pull cards together as a group, it is always two cards. And if it's ever more than two cards for those situations, for those live videos, I make a big deal out of it. It is always a special thing. So here is my second tip for you for reading cards more intuitively, and that is journaling about the cards that you pull, even if you are pulling cards every single day. I recommend this to everyone, not just beginners. But of course, this is especially helpful if you're a beginner. (laughs) Taking a little bit of time to write about the card or cards you pulled for that day helps you learn and process. And it will also help you remember things like remember, oh, the last time I pulled a cups card, I was thinking about this and I pulled another cups card again. It'll help you look for patterns and it will also help you look back and remember things like a year from now to look back and see what cards you pulled and you'll have a better understanding so you can see maybe different messages you didn't see before. And don't make this complicated either. I'm all about simplicity here. Simple spirituality. Here's an easy way to do this. You can take a photo of the cards on your phone, and then you can use that little description section of the actual photo where you would type in the details on your photo app and then write out a few sentences about the card. The date will be there and you can easily look back on it. And if your phone shows memories on your photo apps like mine does, you'll look back like, oh, four years ago, you pulled this card. Oh, you know, a year ago, you pulled this card. And then you'll be able to see messages. So it's just like a little digital diary (laughs) just to make things easy for you. If you are a pen and paper kind of person like me, then consider having a special journal set aside just for your tarot readings. I created a beautiful, simple, and affordable tarot journal specifically designed for you to record your readings, and it's available to ship worldwide at spirituallyinspired.co slash tarot journal. It's very cute and handy if I do say so myself, and if you want 
your own copy, you can go to spirituallyinspired.co slash tarot journal to get yours. My final tip for you in reading the tarot cards more intuitively is just trust the messages. End of story. Just trust your gut. What is your initial reaction to the card when you turn it over? That's most likely going to play into your overall interpretation of the card or the story being told. That card showed up for you for a reason. There are messages within its pictures that will resonate with you. You might not like what's being shown, but trust that it's what your soul needs to hear in that moment, even if it's a little unsavory. I think the tarot has a reputation of being harsh or having a tough love kind of vibe. And I cannot honestly say that I disagree with that. You know, the Oracle tends to be a little bit more gentle. Tarot does have, you know, a a tendency to just shine a light on the things that are not pleasant, you know, to put it nicely. (laughs) But I think that's part of what makes them such a valuable personal tool for your spiritual awakening. There's no beating around the bush with tarot, just a very clear and deliberate message that will always be for your highest good. Like I said earlier, there's a reason why your energy was attracting that particular message. So even if it seems to you to be a negative message, that was an important message for you to hear. So trust it no matter what the card is. Whoa, (laughs) that was a ton of tarot awesomeness just thrown your way. And I hope you're feeling inspired now to approach your cards in this new intuitive style of reading. One that's spiritually supportive and helps your manifestation and brings you closer to God and all that magical goodness that I love so much. So I have three top takeaways from this episode for you. Number one is divination is just a fancy word for saying talking to spirit. Tarot cards are a tool that we use to talk to spirit and spirit delivers its messages through the stories of the cards. Top takeaway number two is to just stop trying to memorize the cards and instead consider the meaning you gather from the image of the cards. Use that for your card means instead of someone else's interpretation. You can take inspiration and you can certainly learn from others and you can even have an agreeable collective consciousness symbol that we all tend to agree upon, but just trust your gut when you're reading the cards. And the third takeaway is practice pulling fewer cards on a more consistent basis. Journal about those cards and you will get more comfortable with them and the energy of the deck itself that you're using. If you enjoyed this episode about intuitive tarot reading, I do not recommend scrolling all the way back to episode 23-ish to hear the other tarot reading episode. Instead, maybe check out episode 126 about everything you need for a glorious spiritual awakening. I don't think I mentioned tarot specifically in that card, but you know, it's a good one. You might like it. Thank you so much for listening. This has been episode 147 of the Spiritually Inspired Podcast titled Intuitive Tarot Reading for Manifesting. I am your host and manifesting coach, Sarah Ray. And as you go on your way today, know that I'm sending you an abundance of love, light, and inspiration. Be well and blessed be. Hey, you. Yeah, you the mystical one, you are warmly invited to our next Reiki share inside of our free Facebook group. Twice per week, I go live on camera to offer channeled guidance from spirit and healing energy to all those who need it and want it with replays always available. And I would be honored if you would be a part of these magical circles. Go to spirituallyinspired.co slash free group to become a member for free and get your fill of healing crystal Reiki. I can't wait to see you in the group. Bye, friends.